This is Pastor Landon Davis. Thank you for joining me again for our daily Bible study. Today we'll be looking at Acts chapter 3. Peter and John were going up into the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. A certain man who was lame from his mother's womb was being carried, whom they laid daily at the door of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask gifts for the needy of those who entered into the temple. Seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked to receive gifts for the needy. Peter, fasting his eyes on him with John, said, Look at us. He listened to them, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I have no silver or gold, but what I have, that I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. He took him by the right hand and raised him up. Immediately his feet and his ankle bones received strength. Leaping up, he stood and began to walk. He entered with them into the temple, walking, leaping, and praising God. All the people saw him walking and praising God. They recognized him, that it was he who used to sit begging for gifts for the needy at the beautiful gate of the temple. They were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. As the lame man who was healed held on to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. So Acts chapter 2 began with the prayer meeting. And then Acts chapter 3, we see that they're on their way to a prayer meeting. The early church was a praying church. In Acts chapter 2, when they prayed, the Spirit was poured out and revival came. In Acts chapter 3, we're going to see from chapter 3 and then into chapter 4, the result of of this event was actually going to be persecution. But whenever the church is praying things will definitely begin to move. Things will begin to happen. And so there was a certain man, uh, a lame man, and he was healed. He was begging for money. And Peter and John, though they didn't have money, they had something better. So when Peter took him by the hand and raised him up, he was immediately healed. And then he began to leap and to praise God. And then he went into the church and was worshiping demonstrably, leaping and praising the Lord enough that it got people's attention. And when they looked at him, they recognized him as the beggar that they passed each day. And he was he was with Peter and John still, and so the crowd gathered around them. Verse 12, when Peter saw it, he responded to the people, You men of Israel, why do you marvel at this man? Why do you fasten your eyes on us as though by our own power or godliness We had made him walk. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate when he had determined to release him. But you denied the holy and righteous one and asked for a murderer to be granted to you and killed the prince of life whom God raised from the dead to which we are witnesses. By faith in his name, his name has made this man strong whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which is through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. So Peter quickly acknowledged that the healing was not based on their goodness or their spirituality necessarily or any of those things, but on the name of Jesus. It's worth noting that when they healed in the name of the Lord, they actually invoked the name of Jesus out loud. And so Peter said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. Their faith in the name of Jesus Christ is what healed this man. 
And so the faith, we believe, is to be confessed with our mouth. And, and so when we do things in the name of Jesus, we have this apostolic pattern, and it actually goes all the way back to the Old Testament whenever they would invoke the name of the Lord. Uh, but it's a privilege we have as His covenant people, as His children, that we can invoke the name that's above every name. Verse 17, Now, brothers, I know that you did this in ignorance, as did also your rulers. But the things which God announced by the mouth of all His prophets that Christ should suffer, He thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and turn again, that your sins may be blotted out, so that there may come times of refreshing from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Christ Jesus, who was ordained for you before, whom heaven must receive into the time of restoration of all things, which God spoke long ago by the mouth of his holy prophets. For Moses indeed said to the fathers, The Lord God will raise up a prophet for you from among your brothers like me. You shall listen to him in all things, whatever he says to you. It will be that every soul that will not listen to that prophet will be utterly destroyed from among the people. Yes, and all the prophets from Samuel and those who followed after, as many as have spoken, they also told of these days. You are the children of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying to Abraham, All the families of the earth will be blessed through your offspring. God, having raised up his servant Jesus, sent him to you first to bless you, and turning away every one of you from your wickedness. And so Peter used the spectacle of the miracle as an opportunity to preach Christ. It wasn't about him and his glory, but about Jesus and giving glory to the Lord. And so he preached Christ. He preached repentance. Notice he preached the promise of his presence there, this refreshing that would come from his presence. He's referring to the, the coming spirit, uh, the incoming of the spirit, as they could be baptized by the wonderful gift of the Holy Ghost since Christ was risen. And so he acknowledged their guilt, but then he also presented the gospel as good news. It wasn't just condemnation. He said, I know you did this, and I know you did it in ignorance. And so you're guilty, but you're the children of the prophets and the children of the covenant. So Christ came to you first to bless you and then to turn every one of you away from wickedness. So Peter wasn't trying to win an argument. He was trying to win men. So he spoke the truth, but he did it in love. You're lost, but you don't have to be lost because salvation has come. And we see that between the power of the Spirit, and then with um, with the, the way in which they had a burden to reach for people and, and present the gospel, we see the church grew marvelously, and we'll continue to read through that here in the book of Acts. Let's pray that the Lord would help us to be that kind of church. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. We ask that you would help us to do your will, help us to be great witnesses, Lord, testify of your power and of your glory. I ask that you would help us to be used mightily by your spirit, to see the miraculous, to see souls saved. We pray it in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Thank you for listening. I ask that you join me again tomorrow for another episode. <music>